This is the Influencers Network podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries. And um, here at the, the Global Office in Bentonville, and I've got a special guest with me today. Uh, I've got uh, one of our influencer women. Uh, her name is Jami Pate. Uh, and uh, Jami is uh, it's spelled Y-A-M-I. She's from Honduras, but uh, she's uh, she'll tell you a little bit about her story. But welcome, Jami. Thank you. Yeah. yeah nice yes. to be here. Yeah. So Jami is married to one of our board members, Eric Pate. And uh, so so I, I wanted you guys to hear a little of the story. Uh, Jami just finished leading uh, a journey group uh, with a bunch of Colombian women, Columbia, South America, not Columbia, mm-hmm. South Carolina, but yeah. <laughs> South American women, because they needed um, they needed a Spanish speaking woman who understood the journey mm-hmm. to, to lead them. And so, uh, and they, and they were praying about this and we'll tell more about the story, but, uh, there's a man named Hyder Garzon over there who was the, our male leader mm-hmm. and Hyder was, uh, begging for, are there any women who could lead this? So, so we'll tell a little bit about that story, Jami, but, uh, first of all, why don't you tell a little bit about yourself and, uh, you're a dentist here in the, in the area and, and tell a little bit about, you know, how you heard about the journey and, and kind of your, your, your personal experience with the journey first. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I'm married to Eric, like you said, and uh, he uh, got into the second group of uh, the journey with when Rocky was just, you know, beginning to write. In the very uh, beginning. In the very beginning. Oh, yeah. He had not even write, written the journey book. Okay. Yet. Oh, wow. Uh, and so the journey to the inner, inner chamber. Right. And so, uh, but I read it when it was in like paper. Uh, uh-huh. I read the book and I thought, wow, this is so good. <laughs> you know, just uh-huh. uh, uh, just to see, you know, just the, the allegory and the similarity to to the walk, spiritual walk. And so, mm-hmm. so I... Uh, then Eric began, you know, being part of journey groups later on, you know, he did that second group and then he began off and on over the years, uh, be part of it. Mm-hmm. I, Rocky asked me if I wanted to just review it to make sure that the Spanish was being understood correctly. Oh, when we first translated it when, into Spanish? When it was yeah. first translated to yeah. Spanish. So, right. you know, probably two years or three years after that. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. uh, so that was my first introduction to it. And then uh, Eric began doing a lot of journey groups uh, or being part of them. And and I n- knew that I, at some point, I really would like to do that. And um, so uh, about three years ago, right when uh, right before COVID hit in the fall, before COVID hit, we started a uh, a, a couples group. Okay. And so I went through the journey that way. That was your first time. That was too. my first time. So okay. I understood that it was more than that first book, mm-hmm. uh, and and really encouraged me to journal because I had not been a journaler before. And okay. you know, I I studied. I had quiet times, and I had a a vibrant time with the Lord, but 
I journaling was not part of it. Uh, maybe a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, but this was a, a, a really nice way to uh, get to know the world deeper and also uh, feeling like, hey, God spoke to me and, you know, through the word and I understand a little bit better what he's saying, you know. Uh, so, so I mean, I'm still in the process, of course, like we mm-hmm. all are, but yeah. um, uh, that that was that was really significant to me. So when when they asked me to, to when I think I don't remember if it was you or maybe Eric uh, saying, hey, uh, there's a need in Colombia to lead a group. Then I I thought, hey, why not? You know, mm-hmm. I I don't feel confident and meaning like I don't feel like I am the you know, best person for it, but I'm willing, you know, I love God and I want people to be, uh, to go deeper with him. And I feel that this, uh, you know, this is a very valuable way to, to disciple somebody. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so that's how things got started. Yeah. And so, which I love that because nobody ever feels worthy or ready to guide, you know, And, and, and I think the enemy tries to get people to, to not do it. Yeah. By their insecurities, whatever. And uh, but the best guides are the ones who don't feel like they're qualified. I think the ones who are more dependent on the Holy Spirit, you know, so that that's they, right. I think yeah. that's the truth. But uh, so you heard about this and decided you would do it. And so then you thought about your sister to be your co-guide. Is that right? Yes. My sister is a, you know, very strong Christian and a prayer woman. And, and, and lives in Honduras. And right? lives in Honduras. Okay. And so and she's bilingual, too. Okay. And so I felt like uh, it was going to be good uh, to get her involved in the journey. Uh, she, uh, you know, she uh, was uh, also like me needed um, really blessed by the fact that we learned to journal more. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so she was an, a, an incredible prayer warrior for half of the women. You know, she took half of them and I took half of them. And so that was a, a really blessed, really great blessing. How many women did they have from Colombia? Um, so it was uh, 16 at the beginning and then we ended up with maybe 12. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's usually happens. There's a few people that drop out or right. for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys divided the group in half and would kind of look after those people. Yes, yeah, yeah. just get in touch with those people, um, you know, weekly or uh, bi-weekly, and then uh, pray for for their, for what's what's going on with them. Uh, And then we we also, you know, there's some women that had a lot deeper needs, Mm -hmm. and then we were able to meet with them by themselves. Uh, whenever, when we are, were able to. So. And, and I'm assuming this was all over Zoom. Is that right? Uh, yes. Okay. Everything was over Zoom. And, and even when you would meet with people one-on-one, did you do Zoom calls with them? Uh, yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Zoom calls uh, or FaceTime calls. Or FaceTime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so tell me about the experience. What I mean, tell me how the ladies reacted to it. And uh, You know, I think that they were uh, right away... Uh, you know, probably knowing that I was, you know, I was a Latin American helped yeah. <laughs> a whole lot. But, you know, I do, I, it doesn't have to be that way. Just just uh, I feel that 
that we connected, uh, you know, we connected well and they were very respectful of um, me being their leader. Like, you know, for example, one of them um, wanted to teach something that was a blessing to her and that she would she would ask me, hey, Miss Jami, can I do this? Can I send these to the group? Uh-huh. You know, to the, we had a chat uh-huh. and that worked out really well to, to send messages and reminders about the meeting and send a link uh-huh. because, you know, sometimes it gets lost and, and yeah. lo- lost. And so so they were really, really, um, really a good group um, uh, to you know, to, to really interact with. And so, um, yeah. Did they, um, how did they react to the stories? Cause you know, this, well, actually this, there's a lot of the stories were written originally for men. I think, you know, yes, the uh-huh. Gabe character, mm-hmm. did they seem to understand the stories and relate to the stories? Yes, they, they did. They were, uh, you know, during our first retreat, uh, when we have the, the letter, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, that was very meaningful to them. Okay. Uh, the the other book that was very meaningful to them was the Orphan Spirit. Yeah, the Orphan No uh, More. Yeah. Orphan No More. And yeah. so uh, that was that was uh, you know really important. And even though n- not everybody were a- was able to come to the retreat, uh-huh. but they they work it out where they did uh, did it on their own, and then they shared it another time. Um, during the during the Wednesday nights meeting, okay. so so that was uh, you know that was that was really good. Uh, those first uh, week that that first prayer retreat, I think, set a good tone uh, for that. And and by the way, people who probably who haven't done virtual groups may be wondering how do you do a prayer retreat over zoom you know yes (laughs) and i'm assuming did you guys all meet on your computers and then they went to go pray and then you came back or yes we did saturday we did a saturday and we said hey set apart four hours for this and then uh we we'll meet at the very beginning and and then we'll go into the retreat and come back here again and you know, in this time. Yeah. So I think it worked out pretty good. You know, I have to say, of course, being present is a lot better. Sure. Because sure. you get to know those those women and talk about other things besides uh, besides the, the, the material. Uh, and really, even in the two hours that we had, we decided to do two hours, not just one hour and a half uh-huh. uh, every every two weeks. Even with that time, it was really it, it was important to just stay on schedule and talk pretty much about the uh, the study because they had a lot to share mm-hmm. and uh, and so the time will go really quickly. So mm-hmm. you know at the at the introduction time we talk a little bit about you know foods that they like or <laughs> uh, or treats or you yeah. know but but you don't you don't get to talk very much about what women like to talk about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in the in the virtual group uh-huh. uh, however at the retreat when we at the commencement we got a lot of fun time together so yeah yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about because I've led quite a few of the virtual groups yeah. and I, and somebody made that comment is you don't get the chit chat time before and after if you're in a live group people yeah. hang around and chit chat and stuff yeah, and yeah, linger yeah. you know uh-huh. and you don't on zoom 
you end the meeting and it's over, you know, you know, so it's a little different, you know. Right, right. So, um, so were there any major breakthroughs for some of the ladies, like in their spiritual walk? I believe so. I believe so. I mean, um, I think that, uh, you know, some of the stories that, uh, be, maybe because of the, the background of uh, where Colombian women, you know, grew up or their particular families, there was some situations that were hard and, you know, heartbreaking. Uh, but I, I think that for, for two women, it was really, uh, they, they would not share with other women. They mm -hmm. would be very serviceable to other people but they had never been in a in a place where they would share their own needs mm -hmm. and or or share their hearts with other women and mm. ask for prayer for them you know so that was a, a really great breakthrough for for several of them i believe uh, but particularly i can remember two mm -hmm. uh, to the point where you know that that first time when we didn't have when we had finished the commencement and then there was the those next Wednesday Wednesday nights they would you know write on the chat um, I am I'm missing you guys you know can we meet again <laughs> yeah so um, so we still have the chat open and we are you know sending some prayer requests there nice. uh, whenever possible and so um so so that's uh you know i i know that there, it was breakthrough for for a few of them and another another woman probably more than that but one particular situation i felt that uh the lord really guided that night and and we were there, a woman was able to have a special you know breakthrough mm. uh it was you know, really Holy Spirit led, and mm. uh, and I feel that that there was a major breakthrough for her. Mm. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm just curious, when you say chat, were you guys using WhatsApp? We were. Okay. Yeah. yeah that uh -huh. seems to be the the app of choice for international communication. It seems yeah. Like we're learning yeah. as we go more international, we're we're having to learn how to use <laughs> WhatsApp all the time. So, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so tell me about the commencement. So you guys planned a special trip over there to be there live for the commencement, right? Yes, we we were um, we plan a commencement that would start on a Friday uh, afternoon, or you know, and and have dinner, have a special time there that evening. Then all day Saturday, and we went home. Uh, Sunday afternoon. So it was a really nice time uh, to be there. We went to a, um, uh, how do you call it? Yeah, farmhouse mm -hmm. that was really, really nice. A two-story house with a lot of bedrooms and mm -hmm. several showers. So in a big uh, area of, um, a, a big porch. That's where we had our gatherings. And, and where was this in Colombia? This, this was in Pere in uh, Armenia, Colombia. Armenia. Yeah, okay. Armenia. Okay. And uh, that's where Haider, you know, okay. and his wife, his what, family What's the is. big city? Is it uh, Bogota? Is the big one Bogota the, is the capital. The capital. Okay. And yeah. uh, these cities are smaller, uh -huh. but I feel, I felt that they're pretty big in, in size. Okay. And so, you know, okay. to where they have 
two international airports, each oh, okay. one of them. Well, I'm saying two because there is a another city that is ha- half an hour away that is called Pereira, and they and they're uh, very close to each other. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So you had a great setting for the the commencement. Yeah, uh, beautiful and uh, really nice weather, uh, and uh, just just a really nice time. Uh, you know, two ladies came from Bogota okay. and had to travel a, a whole day to get there. But but my sister and I met in you know flew she flew from uh, from Honduras to and then we met in Panama. Mm-hmm. And then we flew together to uh, to Armenia mm-hmm. to, and to Pereira, and and so uh, the next day uh, we 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 started the retreat. Uh, we got ready for it and started the retreat, and uh, it was just you know there was a little bit of nerv- nervousness because you have seen these women. Uh-huh. in uh, virtual yeah uh, but then you're gonna see them in person and uh-huh. so there was a little excitement and uh, to see them that way mm. and uh, so so once we we did that and did that Friday night we did the, the communion and the washing of the feet mm. and I I felt that uh, you know, of course, tears everywhere. And so, but that really got us to uh, uh, just just the, 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 the feeling, the love of Christ, you know, with each other. You know, there was, a, I, actually, there was a, a woman that also, I, I could see that she was able to be herself in a group of women. She had not been... Uh, had not been able to have friendships and anyways it was really really nice mm. and so um so then we continue on and i think that every uh it, you know they were very good about uh, about we all had you know just gifts for each other mm-hmm. uh and that was a lot of fun you know there was even uh, a friend of mine from Bakersfield that I just had met at the women's retreat uh-huh. that offered to send some pistachios oh. to uh, to Colombia. So I took some pistachios from from her to uh-huh. the women and told nice. them, you know, what she wrote a little note and and they were very touched by that. And then uh, just ex- they they had gifts for us and they were able to, you know, just just meet. With my sister and I, uh, you know, we just really felt very loving, and it was so fun, mm. you know, to spend that time together with them and get to know them individually. Yeah. Uh, so, so that was a, a lot of fun. But also see the interaction, mm. you know, of of you know them it, with one I, another. When we led the first journal, uh, virtual journey group, um, we did our commencement live as well, and I was so amazed how people look differently live than they do on the screen. You can't, on a screen, you can't tell how tall someone is or right, a, lot, yeah. a lot of their, uh-huh. really what they look like fully, you know? And so, right, yeah. so it's like you hardly recognize them at first, you know? Yes, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was so fun. So um, I understand that um, a lot of the, the, the word is spreading now into, and there's a lot of other women now who want to go through the journey. Is yes, that, that yeah. Initially, they either had a list of like about 30 people. Okay. But we we said, hey, let's keep it 
let's don't keep it the, let's not do a big group because we don't want to water it down uh-huh. and so that's why we decided on 15 okay uh so but now there's probably a lot more uh women you know and i i haven't heard yet uh we had a meeting with them afterwards but i haven't heard yet who's gonna be leading but i'm sure that there's uh probably hopefully a couple things starting up yeah what i'm hearing from Hyder is okay. that um a lot of the women want to help lead uh-huh. but they would love to have people like you i mean american uh, people who've done the journey who speak spanish Oh, I to, see. To okay. maybe co-guide with them, you okay. know, so that they have more confidence, you know. So uh, so we've been putting out a plea asking for any women here who speak Spanish because we, we have quite a, you know, we're, we're getting a lot larger. So there's a lot of women out there and especially on the West Coast, there's a lot that speak Spanish. Yeah. Okay. So we're hoping to recruit some more women to help with that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because I think there's a lot of needs over there still. So. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I mean, I definitely would love to do another one, but I have a commitment to one right now. Yeah. Yeah. So. You're going to do one here. Yeah. Locally. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it was a great experience. I mean. Yeah, it was. For, one. for all your nervousness and, you know, not thinking you were ready and all that, it, it worked out great. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that, you know, when um, you have to depend on the Lord for that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just uh, study the material, but also you know, there is a, when you go to a first journey group, there's a lot of material in scripture that you don't get to. Mm-hmm. And so in the second group, you, uh, so you grow yourself. That's right. A whole lot yes. more. Yes. And then, so I'm looking forward to my third one and fourth one, etc. So, so I can grow more in, you know, becoming that, uh, you know, being in the inner chamber. Uh, and so... Yeah, I've, we're doing some guide mentoring right now, and 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 I hear it over and over again. You think you get a lot out of the journey the first time, but when you guide a group, you really get a lot out of it because you're really. Yeah. I think you're more engaged too. You're more focused because mm-hmm. you have to be because you're the right. leader. You know. <laughs> but uh, but you're right. It, it, the journey never ends. I mean, yes. every time I've led a group, I get something out of it. You mm-hmm. know. So so you're someone who had was not like a seasoned journey guide. You'd only been done it one time. You know. So, yes. Uh, that's so if right. there's women out there listening who who think uh, I've only done it one time but and they could do this you know yeah they shouldn't disqualify themselves you know so, right yeah. right well one thing that I told Heider too is that uh, he interviewed me just like you are uh-huh. right now and so I I feel that the journey the journey guides and the journey materials in the book itself is pretty easy to follow uh-huh. and so that uh mainly you know you just have to talk about it and talk about what is the next you know session and then you know be a listener to be yeah. a listener to what what people are 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 saying you really don't have to to be the great scholar nope. you know to nope. try to uh to, to explain things is pretty much explanatory mm-hmm. and and but the experiences of uh, people reading uh, orphan no more and then going through the through the through the retreats prayer retreats those are you know those are things that that are very meaningful so so yeah for anybody that wants to lead go for it because you don't have to be 
this all-knowing person about uh, you know what the journey is about. So. Yeah, yeah. You're not a teacher. You're just a facilitator. You you're know? a facilitator. And, and, I mean, you yeah. have to have leadership uh, for a group to happen. You couldn't just give everyone the manuals and say, "All right, go do this, and uh -huh. I'll see you in nine months, and we'll talk about right. how it went." You need you need guides, yeah. you know, to help. But you're right. You, it's not about having all the information. It's just about helping spark conversation and yes. and, and check in with people. And you know, uh -huh. I'm glad that you guys were meeting with them outside of group time to, to mentor and to, yeah, you know, yeah. counsel a little bit or just, you know, just encourage the women, right? Right, so, yeah. right. And if they had questions or, or needs, we would pray, you know, with them. Mm. Uh, and so that, that's, you know, pretty much what we, what we were doing. So. so were these women all part of the same church or they were from all different churches? They were from, uh, there were, there was a big group that was part of, one church, but then others uh, were from different places. Okay. They they had in common that a lot of had gone through Hyder's um, uh, ministry of being freedom in Christ. Yes. Yeah. Hyder had a side ministry yeah. before he met the journey. He, yeah. He did that. He still does. Yeah. He still does. And so, and I think he's very, very valuable. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, so a lot of those women knew each other that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's. So, did you get a good feeling that it's going to spread over there? I mean, obviously, we're hearing reports of women wanting to go through it, so it's already yes, getting a I, spark. So. Well, I certainly hope so, and yeah. and and if not, I'll lead the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because yeah. because uh, there is a, I think it is a is a big big need over there for the women to do it. Yeah. Uh, and but but of course I. I can tell that, you know, there's several women that are, they could lead it. You know, I yeah. know that they, they will be really, really good leaders. So. Yeah. They're probably yeah. just, you know, being like you were, they're probably just disqualifying themselves saying, oh, I don't know if I'm the best person for yeah. this, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully they will. You know, hopefully you'll be able to encourage them a little bit. Yeah. I know Hyder will too, you know. Yes. So, yeah. 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 That's good. Well, you know, in this ministry, we just never know where God's going to invite us, you know, and, and this is another example of we didn't plan, make plans to go to Colombia. Right, know. right. Hyder found out about it through his friend Henry Gutierrez, who's in Costa Rica. Yes. Because uh -huh. Hyder had done his Freedom in Christ seminar in Costa Rica at Henry's church. Yes, yeah. And so then, then Henry told Hyder about the journey, actually brought Hyder here. Uh, to one of our retreats, our one of our national gatherings. Yes, and yeah. so it's just crazy. But again, we weren't. You know, we, we never had any thoughts of going yeah. to Columbia, so, you know. So, and Hyder loves the journey. Oh I mean, yes, it really yes. was uh, so meaningful for him, and so that's why he was he's so into trying to get as many groups groups as possible. And he knew that he could not lead a. Uh, women's one, right? Uh, and so that's why he was really interested in this starting over there. And I, and I'm I'm assuming that the translation was pretty good. The Spanish translation was pretty good. Uh, oh yeah, of the material it was the... excellent. Okay, yes. good, uh -huh. good. Yeah. yeah. So we're in the process now of of getting it all cleaned up and and maybe proofed one more time, and then we're going to be printing, you know, copies in Great. in that region in Latin America and all that. To, yeah. So we, because people then they can have hard copies, you know, because everything was digital right. before. Yeah. So, right. Right. Yeah. So that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Again, Rocky never considered 
his stuff would relate to a Spanish speaking people. He just thought it's for men and businessmen in the South or something yes. like that. Yeah. I had no idea. And then that's God though, right? Yeah, that <laughs> is. Well, some uh, just a little story that I you may have heard, but uh, because I, in you know this, I think it was God because the day before we travel, I had to get that COVID test, and I. I, it went through my mind, but uh, because the U.S. was requiring it, it went through my mind, and then I thought, oh, I'm going to be okay. For some reason, I thought that I was going to be okay, and then I show in the airport early, you know, Hyder takes my sister and I. We both were taking a flight to Panama and then going our own ways, and so I am not able to travel that day because that COVID test uh, was not appropriate. I had taken a, just a, uh, you know, the, the one that the government gives. Okay, okay. <laughs> and so... Um, this is coming home? Coming home. Okay, okay. And so I have to stay there that whole day in the airport, meaning I my choice, I wanted to wait and get that COVID test there and then arrange the flights. And I was able to get a flight to Bogota that night and then from Bogota the next day back home. So okay. I, I was delayed one day, okay. uh, better than a whole week. or And so, but the interesting thing is that I meet this lady from Colombia and the flight to Bogota who was going to Mexico, but she's, she lives in Colombia. And, I, we, and she starts asking me what I was doing. And so I tell her the story. And then I ask her about her, her um, what is her walk with Christ uh, to, you know, make mm-hmm. sure she knows him. And, uh, but she said she had given uh, her life to Christ, but she was not really walking with her. And so uh, anyways, after a conversation, she is ready to reconcile to, to the Lord. And so I ask her if she would be willing to do a, uh, she would be interested in doing a virtual journey group. And so... So I kept her contact and I gave her information to Heather. And so I hope that she gets into that, yeah. uh, into a virtual group. But she, she, I contacted her not too long ago and she's still interested. Oh, good. So, good. so I thought, you know, I was really disappointed that I was had to stay. But for that reason, I felt like, well, God knew uh, oh, that yeah. conversation needed to happen. So yeah. I was very honored that... And that he decided to do it that way. And so that's awesome. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Wow. Well, let's let's pray for that woman that she yeah, she gets connected. So yes, yeah. and then I you know, you're you're you and Eric and me and my wife and it's a team is going to Costa Rica in a few weeks. So we're excited about that. So we we'll yes. get to see more more Spanish speaking uh journey influencers over there in Costa Rica. So, that's right, that's so right. We're excited about that. So yeah. that's that's coming up too. So so yeah, so well thank you, Jami, for uh uh, for stepping up to, to serve the Lord in this way. And I know it bore, bore fruit and sounds like it's going to keep bearing fruit that lasts, you know, so. Yes, I, uh, that's my hope yeah, and prayer. Yeah. yeah, so awesome. You're thank, welcome. Yeah, thank was, you. Yeah. Well, um, and I hope anyone's listening out there, you know, hey, join in on this ministry. And if, if you're someone who speaks Spanish, uh, male or female, we have uh, 
strong desire to, that the journey would be made available to people of all languages, you know, mm-hmm. and we happen to have a great translation in Spanish. So, uh, so we're excited to see what God's going to do. Even, even in the United States, there's a lot, a lot of Spanish speaking people right here. You oh know? yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. So, so yeah. So contact us uh, at the, the website. If you're interested in that, we've actually uh, created a registration site to, if anybody, uh, especially for the women, uh, to help with this Columbia effort. Uh, if you're a woman that speaks Spanish and would be willing to get out of your comfort zone and help lead some women in Colombia through the journey, just like Jami did, then uh, please join us and sign up for that or, or contact the website and we will we'll kind of steer you in that, that direction. So anyway, well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. We do these just to, to share all the exciting news that we see here of, of how God is moving and also just to be a resource for all of you out there. So anyway, be sure and check our website out, influencers.org, for more information and other podcasts that we've done. And uh, if you again, if you'd like to know more about uh, what's going on with the Spanish part of uh, the journey, please contact us. So I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries, encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you today. me. Mm-hmm.